0: Would you sit your butt down? No, I'm just going to podcast standing up today. <laughs> what, does this make you uncomfortable?
1: Uh, yeah. Sitting you're, you're is the going, new cancer. You're going against the formula. You know what's the new cancer, towel? People like you standing up for themselves. i mean you're not the boss of me Uh, i'm not the one sitting over there making skrillex references and yes oh my god no what what
0: what year is this is skrillex Skrillex still relevant no Uh, i didn't think so I'm pretty sure Skrillex's original emo band is more relevant than his dubstep at this point. He had an emo band? Yeah, he did. Oh. Skrillex was originally in, like, an emo band. Uh, do, 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 do. I'm going to see if I can find it. I want to know, know what the name uh, was. I'm Roland. I'm Vox. I'm Tal. What was Skrillex's original band?
2: And it is the 22nd of November, this fine Thursday evening
3: dog blood or jack U, the artist sonny moore was a screaming hardcore punk vocalist and guitarist from highland park who joined a band called from first
0: to last
1: are you sure we're not going to get copyright struck from like displaying (laughs) google i I
2: don't know if google's voice we're we're not in the eu so we're okay
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) Mm, gotta Uh, love that article 13 See you oh, later, God. EU people. This is what happens when you let for, the government those, decide what isn't isn't good. Yeah, for those to that
1: see. don't remember, this is the whole thing against scalping uh internet pages for Screen vision? Uh, yeah, that No, one. that's
0: uh <laughs> that's the link text. Article thirteen is a thing that would make platforms uh the platforms themselves liable for any form of infringement posted to their site by their users oh yeah that mm, also be right a pain in the ass. those are both shitty <laughs> so that means that youtube would be directly liable for any copyright infringement uh put <laughs> onto their site uh like see like nonstop. stop w- yeah
1: yeah i would pay to see youtube actually it, deal with- i can't
0: remember what it was is it was like 500 hours of video uploaded a minute uh well it used to be every every minute was two days of
1: content
2: yeah, something, I something
1: inhumanly impossible.
2: Yeah, it, it's the reason they use, it's the excuse they give to not being able to actually physically view it, because they would need, like, the earth. thousands of people
0: just to review videos. Yes, it's 500, currently, uh, the last uh, thing we have is over 500 hours of content per minute.
1: Funny, Funny that YouTube gets to use that excuse. We simply have too much content. We can't possibly check any of it. Yep. Well, well that's why we they... can't re- check it by hand.
0: Yeah, that's why they rely on the community to report shit and yeah. all and that And robots. Kind of. The community and robots. Man, and robots. the... I don't... I have... I have feelings about allowing robots to decide what is and isn't content-friendly. Like... <laughs> I I have feelings about that cuz I really don't feel like giving the giving the keys to our speech to a mindless artificial intelligence. I feel like well, that's how, how Skynet starts.
1: Like Well, how we can even do this when like a- AI hasn't even progressed that far yet. Yeah.
0: Well, it, it's so it's funny because, like, in the freedom of speech debate, there's people – I, I kind of really hate the whole argument about, like, well, they're a private corporation. They can do what they want. And it's like, great, so I guess you're comfortable handing over uh, the, the your uh, freedom of speech – or, sorry, not handing over your freedom of speech, but I guess you're comfortable with handing over uh, the decision of what is isn't isn't acceptable speech – To a corporation that has literally zero accountability to you. None. You don't get to vote for them. You don't... Nothing. So instead of the government, you're just like, well, we don't want the government to have it. So here you go, mindless megacorp that only exists to take money. That obviously these are decisions. Recently removed
1: their "don't be evil" clause.
0: Yeah, obviously these are decisions that you're qualified to make. Clearly. (laughs) uh, anyway, that's not what we should be talking about. Article thirteen is an important thing that we should talk about, though, because uh, it's happening and it's awful, and it could very likely kill youtube as we know it in europe which is cool good uh no i mean that sounds fine what it means is that europe won't have access to half the content on youtube and anyone in europe see is going to end up
1: uh not being able to upload content to youtube see that sounds hilarious (laughs) (laughs) like because also brexit that's yeah. kind of fucking with them as well.
0: <laughs> I, it's I uh, I I feel like it's a pretty bad time to live in the Euro- the UK yeah. at the it, moment. But then at the same time, the UK is going see a later, Europe, just and seems not like the... taking Article 13 with them. So
1: yay. yeah, Europe, Europe is just kind of the longest running joke right now. Well, <laughs> the whole thing's a shit show. I don't know. If
0: I lived in the UK right now with Article 13 pending, I'd be like, maybe Brexit isn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean,
1: fuck me. I mean, aside from it, I, I, I don't really know much about the whole Brexit thing. All I know is apparently they're facing some really. Sp- oh, it's a bad like- time. It's a fucking Some really gong tough show. decisions regarding their financial stability and yeah. other such things oh, there, that come a, with Brexit.
0: There's a bunch of people that are pissed off and everyone's screaming at each, at each other, much like that picture I showed earlier just yes. of just the people shouting with zero common ground. That that's Europe in general right now. The, it's bad. Oh, so. With that out of the way, the uh, obligatory, we're going to talk about Article 13 for a few minutes. Yep. (laughs) They just invented that rule. Yeah. um, Well, it's funny because like YouTube now on Google or sorry, Google on YouTube now has pop-ups coming up in the app and on just the website. Like these things popping up going in, in Europe saying Article 13 give a shit here's why they like ads going out to everyone like oh yeah they'd, they'd be campaigning hard yeah so it's funny how much google has just this ability to essentially start their own political Lobby movement for
1: itself <laughs> like, yeah I, I whenever the fuck they want they're
0: just like hey guess what? literally all people in europe use youtube guess what did we control youtube guess who can tell everybody in europe to do a thing youtube yeah i mean
2: you literally <laughs> have reached to a large portion of that population
0: yeah Ugh. and it, it's not making the people who uh wanted article 13 very happy those people mainly being record labels and shit and movie mm-hmm. producers which i mean To be quite frank, they can go fuck themselves anyway. Like, we're at a point now where if you're an artist uh, who makes music and you want to get your music out there, well, you can. Because you can put it on the internet and on iTunes and on Spotify and tons of people do. And, uh, you know, like the, the, the role of the record label is really dwindling quite quickly, Mm -hmm. which is why they're getting more and more uppity. Yeah. So at this point, almost all of the music that I actually enjoy isn't on a record label. And, uh, most of the music that the record labels put out is just trashy pop music that I don't give a shit about anyway. So, I mean... If they all go under, I really couldn't care less <laughs> i I couldn't yeah the music scene would change, but it certainly wouldn't go away no it <laughs> wouldn't it would it would be different and in my opinion better uh but you know uh so uh we're still talking about article thirteen um we noticed I mean, we don't yeah. have to be yeah, so I was actually gonna i did have a thing to talk about. You always have a thing to talk about. I have many things to talk about. I wanted to talk about uh, NVIDIA and and RTX and the gong show that was its release. (laughs) Oh, my God. This this release of of the new video cards from NVIDIA has been a shit show from fucking day one. Mm -hmm. It's been awful. So... For those of you who don't know, NVIDIA, one of the two, and let's be quite honest, at the moment, literally the only manufacturer of 3D video cards uh, for PCs. um, Considered to be the the leading edge. Yeah. Well, I mean, AMD is way behind. Yeah. Their Vega cards are basically non-existent. Uh, so, anyway, Nvidia released a new line, the 20 series, with the 2060, or sorry, the 2060 is coming, but you have the 2070, 2080, and 2080 Ti. Uh, the 2080 Ti being the most powerful, 2070 being the least powerful. Um, these cards came with a new chunk of technology that Nvidia was getting all hype about, call with their. They're tensor cores and all that. And the specific thing that these cards can do is hardware accelerated real-time ray tracing for
1: lighting effects. I know some of those words. Uh,
0: Basically, what it means is that normally for lighting, what you have is uh, the the, the game engine. You go, this is a light. It shines here. And the light's like, okay. And then that's... It's almost like pre-calculated. It's not very dynamic. And in like, so say you have like an ambient light in a room. So you have like a window that's shining bright sunlight in onto the floor and that's it. Well, the floor is also going to cast off light to the rest of the room. So a lot of time what they'll do is they'll just basically put like a mild ambient glow on everything in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, you can do it very well. Um, But what ray tracing does is it actually calculates light comes in this way, hits here. It's called ray tracing because it's literally tracing the light rays and its refraction off and even through objects. Yep. Uh, It is very 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 hard yeah, it, to do. It's
2: one of the it's one of those things that once broken will
0: change the way games and yeah, rendering looks. Um yeah. it, it like it's the technology that movie studios use to animate their feature films. Yeah, right? So, Nvidia has found a way to sort of cheat it and do I don't want to say pseudo ray tracing, but it's like a, it's more like a very, very well estimated rough ray tracing is what they figured out how to do. Right. So it's really good. It's not like full blown ray tracing scenes. Those literally take days to render. Yep. Um, But it, it's a very, very, very good approximation. Uh, with a few corners cut to make it obviously able to happen in real time. Yeah. Um. So, like, like most game engine stuff, it's yeah, exactly. a shortcut that gives you a good
2: enough result.
0: Exactly. Mm. And to be, I mean, to be honest, the results are great. It looks fantastic. It looks incredible. It is a very, very pretty. System and mm-hmm. uh, they use uh, something called uh, DXR, I think, is the actual API, which is Direct X ray tracing. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so they release these cards, and the cards are being are announced, and the highest end card. Uh, so here's the 1080 Ti, right? Their highest end card that they came out with before was around 800 bucks yeah eight right? to nine hundred dollars
2: depending on what yeah. spec you get
0: it was not a cheap card no and sorry we're talking canadian prices for all you american yes people. this is
2: our first life pro or uh, first life problems first world problem first thought no it's first life problems
0: <laughs> i have second life problems <laughs> elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> uh so oh yeah they're talking about the dog in the chat yeah, yeah. Yes. Dog will be back at some point. Yeah, we <clears throat> we have a dog here. Um it's Roland's dog. This time, yeah. Harvard. Um but yeah, so uh the uh 2080 TI however. So 1080 TI 800-ish dollars give or take yep. Canadian. 2080 TI 1700 dollars-ish Canadian. So more like than double. double more than double the
1: cost. See, of a 1080. There's a reason I know nothing about this and it's because I have no interest in things yeah. that I cannot afford. So,
0: 1080 to 1080ti t- to 2080ti, $800 to 1700 fucking dollars. That's that's an impressive price jump, all right. Even the 2080, the mid-range was it's something like thirteen fourteen hundred dollars 1400 Canadian. Ouch it's stupid fucking expensive that's too many money and the the 1080ti matches it in standard rendering performance Mm. so if you're running the same game not ray traced but just like regular old video game rendering that we all use the 1080ti matches the 2080 the 2080 costs significantly more yeah 2080 Ti costs double, and it's only something like twenty to thirty percent performance improvement
1: ish. That's how it is for a lot of computer components, though. Like the i7 versus the i5 has always been that way. Yeah.
0: So the 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 1080 Ti to 2080 Ti new generation, you're getting a twenty to thirty ish percent bump in raw performance for double the cost for oh yeah for over double the cost so nvidia obviously is banking real fucking hard on the rtx tech Uh, yeah on the r part yeah they're basically saying that the,
2: the video card's worth half and rtx is worth the other half
0: yeah uh problem when these cards were announced there were exactly zero games that could use rtx of course, it's it's a brand new tech. It's like when DirectX updates a version. Yep. There were zero that could do it. And then uh it was announced okay, Battlefield Five. It's gonna get it. Well Battlefield Five isn't coming out for months from the launch. Okay. Okay. Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider is gonna have it. It's coming out right away. Oh wait. When it comes out it's not gonna have RTX. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a patch. A few months down the road. Yeah. As new tech is want mm-hmm. to do.
1: So, I mean, it's only months.
2: It, it also makes it sound like it means they didn't get their development kit out soon enough. They didn't.
0: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you have NVIDIA offering up a card for more than double the cost of what their previous gen was. Mm-hmm. Because of a technology that doesn't exist yet and won't for many months. Yeah, right, that's how future-proofing works in and They, they only, would have been their
1: MSRP anyway.
0: And the only demos available were their own RTX demos. Mm-hmm. Makes which sense. Which were bad. So, <laughs> the reason we're bringing this up now is because we oui. finally, finally... The actual performance comparisons have come out. Battlefield Five is out. The actual performance comparisons of RTX on versus RTX off has happened. Which, notably, if you've been on Reddit, you've probably heard that phrase before. Yeah, RTX on. There's literally a Simba meme. It's a meme. meme. Yep. There's a Simba meme on Reddit right now. They've gone and
1: done a a Kung Fu Kid. Yeah, like...
0: Old, old Simba versus the new uh, live the action new Simba. Simba. RTX off, RTX on. Okay. By the way, yes, they're doing a live action. Hilarious. Uh, yeah. Lion King. Um, I'm on the floor laughing. <laughs> anyway, so the perform the performance numbers are up. The 2080 Ti on Battlefield 5 at 1080p. Not even like 4K or 1440. None of that. Mm-hmm. 1080p. Okay. RTX off over 150 some frames per second good that's 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 what you want that's what you want that's good those are good numbers rtx on less than 60 frames per second that's bad (laughs) (laughs) that's the wrong direction (laughs) like this single feature this single setting on its own at the that's at the high setting by the way the 59 frames per second is the highest rtx setting lowest rtx setting is still below 75 frames per second so this single setting on lowest cuts your frame rate in fucking
1: half now what does it actually look like with it on though it looks great Because, like, ray tracing sounds, as you've described, is a very intensive feature. It is. Why wouldn't that happen? So, the problem is that this card, the kinds of
0: people who care about this kind of raw performance... Entitled rich kids?
1: Mainly gamers. Entitled rich kids. (laughs) Not all rich. If you have... (laughs) $1,800. $1,800. <laughs>
2: no, lots just, of people save up. Yeah, there are lots of people right, who do that, save up. That's their hobby.
0: Yeah.
1: I still think that's way too much money you, for any you one do. computer yeah, You have a
0: dog that costs thousands of dollars a year. They have a computer habit that costs them thousands of dollars a year. Yeah, they just have to feed their computer parts every so often. <laughs> that, that's how this works. Their priorities are just in a significantly different place. So- the, yeah, here's the problem, is the kind of people who care about things like a 2080 Ti, right? They're, I mean, if you just wanted ray tracing, you could have got the 2080 or the 2070. They right. all have it, right? The they're, kind of,
2: they're buying the top of the line to get the top of the line. Yeah. So those
0: kinds of people, those are the same people who turn off VSync because it causes mouse lag. Yep. They're the same people who insist... Unusing. You know, I'm down with that. One hundred and eighty dollars Steel Series mouse that are wired because wireless introduces lag, and wired is I don't know. PS2 is better because interrupts.
1: I don't well, fucking know. I, I don't know anybody that still uses PS2 mice uh, over. I, know, I've
2: heard of it before. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm
1: fully aware of the CRT thing, but that's mostly with yeah. like arcade fighters and smash yeah, brothers these are the same people who
0: tur- go immediately in every game go and turn off the film grain the bloom the motion blur the like all that shit i've
1: done all of that without spending two thousand yeah. dollars on a graphics yeah, well card. because
0: you're a gamer and you give a shit about things like frame rate and you don't care about all the superfluous bullshit right those are the people using this. Not a single one of those people are going to leave on the setting that literally cuts their frame rate in half. Yeah. Not but one. But then, why of them. would you buy it for the ray tracing in the first place? You didn't. They bought it because it. Uh, then don't turn it on. the uh, The other half of it
2: is a lot of people buy it because it is the top of the line. Yeah, that sure. That's the the objective the, they had, right?
1: E-peen, et etc. I, I
2: used to look at things that way. And I don't anymore because it's it's like, bitten me in the ass like,
0: before. It, it's also very expensive.
2: Well, yeah, and it's a very and that's kind
1: of it. exactly why I, 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 I just can't sympathize yeah. with this so, shit anymore.
0: So, and here's here's a good example of RTX on versus RTX off. It's like a GIF. So you can see RTX on,
1: RTX off. Right, the difference isn't that. Well, like, I've, I've done some level of, like, 3D modeling before, and I, I have ZZ. a very RTX basic on. idea of how it works. RTX off. Yeah. It's right. all very, like, graphics intensive, and it takes mm-hmm. a lot of processing power, which is why I'm wondering why everybody's so fucking surprised that they take a performance it's, hit by turning on real-life light simulation. Well, no,
0: no one's surprised, right? No one's surprised that you take a performance hit.
1: The thing but is, then what is everyone bitching the, about?
0: Well, the thing is, the, everyone's bitching because they're charging literally double for these cards for a technology that obviously isn't quite ready yet, right? Yeah, it's, it's
2: bleeding edge tech. So, as but usual, it's very expensive. And it from is... what I've seen, it's not at the point... Yeah where it looks like it should have been put out
0: yet
1: yeah and no sure but this is like buying battlefront 2 from here's the thing disappointed
0: okay so you don't want rtx you don't want to pay that premium what are your options
1: not uh, go like i use a 1060 ti
0: okay well all of the 10 series cards are going to be out of production 1080 ti is already out of production and the uh, back stock uh, they're out you you can't get a 1080 ti i mean you might find one what but they're basically out what the cards are available like
2: well it's the 20 series from nvidia or you're looking at amd stuff which is yeah. all now three or four years old
0: yeah and amd stuff currently it can only match up to about the 1070 that's it
2: yeah so you're either paying so, a th- i uh, mean 100 premium or you're buying last year's tech.
0: technology
1: at, at that point, switching to AMD to me sounds like a plausible option. But like, the
0: thing is, again, AMD doesn't have a very good offering. Oh, uh, mm- and I'm saying they, this, this debate, is the, the I, concern, I'm saying these
1: people should suck it the, up.
0: There, there is currently no mid-range option. None. Yep. Yeah. You have right. That, that's lame. You have thirteen to seventeen hundred dollar video cards, or three so, like, to four is, year is there, old tech is their base model like but, this the 13... 1070
2: is all that's available right now the 1060 isn't out
0: yeah the 1060 isn't out yet the 1060 yeah. also will not have ray tracing <laughs> but it's still probably going to cost you 500 bucks but and here's the here's the thing again like i was saying the 1080 ti matches the 2080 so if you go below the 2080 well now you're behind you're again you're back to uh older tech f- you're back to frame rates that are like, equivalent to older tech and it's so the 2060 you're gonna have the same thing the 2060 is like, probably going to be equivalent in performance to last year's 1070
1: because i i agree like this whole example of price gouging yeah it's fucking lame at the same time like i would if if it's going to be that much of an issue i I would probably just start boycotting Nvidia and well, go to AMD regardless it, of it, the sacrifices. It's at the
0: point now where I'm like scouring eBay to try to find a card to
2: use. Well, it it makes me sad cuz I'm about to help my brother try and build a computer and it makes the options really shitty. It, and it, that does suck right? cuz he doesn't have an
0: old card to survive yeah. on. Uh and and it, like that's sort of what people are saying is that if you can if you can just Survive for if, a if bit. If you have a video card now, just make it last another year. Yeah, right. Deal with
2: it for another twelve months and wait for the fallout to to clear up. Like, You'll be fine.
1: I'm, you know, like I, I'm, I'm watching my computer like slowly get slower and slower behind with everything. But yeah, I'm, I'm still at a point where I can
2: like I've got I've got a everything. 1080.
0: I'm not buying anything new anytime soon. Yeah. So if even if you okay, if you want the 2070, which again the 2060 is not out, the 2070 it's currently on sale for $750 fucking dollars. And how much is... Like, see that... That's that, a 1080 Ti. That's what used... Yeah, that used to top it out. So that's disappointing. Mm. Right? And it, that is the cost of a 1080 Ti. And a 1080 Ti outperforms it. Yeah, <laughs> Like, that. that's the problem. Right? And that's why everyone's just sitting here like, what the actual fuck nvidia what are you doing yeah
1: yeah but at that point the only like reasonable recourse for this is don't buy it
2: yeah Yeah. and and that just don't is the takeaway here is wait like with any bleeding edge tech Give it a year. Let Nvidia figure their shit out.
1: Sure. Like I sympathize. Like, yeah, maybe this is a shitty product. Yeah, maybe it's not ready the, for the market. Like the, the but thing is, it's you not still, a still shitty have the product. choice of not giving them eighteen hundred, seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah.
0: Like, it, d- like let <laughs> me just clarify. It's not a shitty product. It's just a drastically overpriced, overpriced product. Right. Um. It's funny because there was
1: a there was a guy like, who posted. Think, uh, it just seems like people forget they have the option not to buy.
0: The, and, and that's the thing. Most people do. Most people will have the option not to buy. But again, if you're building a computer right now, your option is basically going to be get used or get fucked. <laughs> get get, <bet. laughs> get used computers. <laughs> yeah. Get get a used card. Or just get fucked. Those are your options. Yeah. And they're not really good options. No. So oh fuck. There's this yeah, here we go. Uh <laughs> NVIDIA's stock price. When uh, yeah, when the Nvidia's performance stock oh,
1: stock yeah, price price I saw up, was I saw great. that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was good. It, and the thing is,
2: and it lasts it's lasted a while, right? That's not just one day. Yeah so it's down nine percent as of that that graph is an indicator to the company when your shareholders go what the fuck are you doing stop yeah and your stock drops and it stays down for a period of time that's when your company will listen
0: uh, there's a bunch of people saying that it that also happened because it's part of a bigger correction in the market. Blah blah blah.
1: Oh no! It it's only gone down. Well, Has and also, it? Any, oh yeah, any major, oh yeah, any major
0: release will, uh, like, look, look at that. Oh my god! Yeah, that that's
2: that, the, that's a five day forecast. It,
1: it's
0: still going
1: down and, in yeah, a for, month. It's for, dropped for the chat
2: forty points. If,
1: if you're not on the live stream, then you're missing out.
2: Yeah. It is lower than it was a year ago. And it's sitting about where it was halfway through twenty seventeen.
0: Ouch. Yep. Not a good time for NVIDIA. So I mean, is what really, get fucked, <laughs> NVIDIA. Yeah. And
2: <laughs> that's all time.
0: Oh my god. All right that up, 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 and down. down. Yeah. So NVIDIA will have heard because
2: while they may not listen to the consumer, they will listen to the stockholder (laughs) because they literally have their cash by the balls. Yeah. And a 40 point (laughs) drop in stock is a, a good tight squeeze going, hold on a second. What the fuck
0: are you doing? Yeah. Well, and here, here's the thing. AMD right now is in such a good position. Yeah. Especially because they're second to the kick with the tech. Yeah. So they get to sit there and watch what NVIDIA is doing and the problem is that it, what it like, NVIDIA, right now, the big issue is that they're competing with themselves. Yeah. So everyone's pissed off at them because they're like, this tech is not worth the what fucking, you're pricing it for. Yeah, it's not worth the extra $800 you want me to pay for these cards. What the hell? So um, uh, AMD is like, just gets to sit back and watch NVIDIA. Eat itself. Yeah. And then when they're down, AMD can just roll in on a white horse. Yeah, just just set down their their seven hundred
2: dollar graphics card. Be like, Yeah, it's gonna be a fifteen percent drop off off NVIDIA, but it's also half the cost. Yeah. So
0: they, they, all they have to do is release something. They don't even need RTX. They're working on it
2: though. They've already got their own race system in, in production.
0: Yeah. Like, but the, the, what I'm getting at is they don't even need that anymore. Mm-hmm. They just have to outperform in raw numbers. Like no, in, in well, standard, they don't have
1: to outperform. They just have yeah. to be a better, more if they underperform
0: by any, 5%. Any, yeah.
2: 5 to 10%. There's still a cost saving of double. Yeah.
0: Well and and I mean NVIDIA typically puts out their biggest cards around like the top top of the line around the six to seven hundred dollars mark. Yeah. Right? But so when NVIDIA was at nine to eight, nine hundred dollars, they were at six, seven hundred dollars.
2: Yeah. So you, you take a two hundred dollar drop in price to get a ten percent drop yeah. in performance, you're not gonna notice.
0: So if AMD just leaves it at six to seven hundred dollars, yeah, they're banking. They're di- they, it- will, they will just scoop up market share. Well, because at that point, if they can put out something that maybe won't match the 2080 Ti, but it can do everything the 2080 can, well, that's a th- it now outperforms the 2080, 2070, and 2060, and is cheaper than all three of them. So, why? Why would you ever buy any one of those three? Right. They- <laughs> like,
1: this is why everyone's just like, come on, AMD. Come on, AMD. In, in so many cases, like, the whole performance thing of the like performance is only so much most people at least the ones that i have seen care about whether or not it runs the graphics of the game they're trying to play and if it does that efficiently enough on high settings that's all anybody ever wants
0: like for me right now what i really want to see because now with the newer cards we should be getting to the point where one hundred and fifty frames per second at fourteen forty p, uh, on high settings on AAAs A's should be doable by anything mid range up, right? That's where we should be at because yeah, mid range ish, yeah, t- high mid range and up, right? So like your ten seventies or I guess twenty seventy now, yeah, and the, up the Nvidia seventy or higher, yeah, or the AMD I guess. 70 or higher yeah whatever they got the 570 560 575 80 they just released the 590 so that's a thing that exists for some reason i don't know why they did that because the 500 series is like three years old and they eh, have vega they've always been a slower cycle <laughs> well they already have vega they're already on the new it would be like nvidia now re- well actually sorry it'd be like nvidia before the 20 series
1: releasing a new 9 series yeah like it's not unheard of though that you just use an existing product yeah. update it a little bit existing chipset right yeah. sell it for the same shit like they did it with the the city golf uh, and why they... can't yeah the city golf is based off of like revisions prior, so that they can keep cost down. It's probably oh. what they did with the five hundred and ninety. Well, the five hundred and ninety is
0: the, is a five hundred series card, and, and
1: probably kept just, the cost down a little bit yeah, by they, being they, an older product.
0: They reduce, so they th- okay. they claim they reduced the manufacturing node, but they didn't really. It's like weird. What, what does that mean? Went from fourteen nanometer to twelve nanometer. Okay. Um, they claim that, but they didn't really, it's just marketing jargon that they get to use because like certain parts were reduced, but not the is, actual, is this sort of like, how, uh, whatever it was, uh,
2: the 3DO or something back in the day claimed it was 64 bit because it had two 32 bit processors yeah, it, working together. It's kind
0: of the same uh, like uh, idea. Uh,
2: 32 bits of of CPU, 32 bits of video processing. It's totally 64 bit.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's the same kind of, like, fucked-up marketing. Yeah. But really, it's just a 580 with a clock bump. That's yeah, essentially which, what it is. That's, that still means
2: a performance boost, at least.
0: It, it just confuses me that they wouldn't just release a new Vega. Like... No, oh, you've already got all the five series stuff. Releasing a
1: newer, improved Vega takes more work, probably. Yeah.
0: Probably. It's just, it's weird it's to always, see. It's
1: always, look, if, if ever you're confused about why, just consider that that yeah. way was easier. It, it,
0: it's so non exciting that even Linus Tech Tips, when they got the video, when they got it, their video for it was literally like 10 minutes. Of them explaining why manufacturers do this and how it's annoying, <laughs> followed by oh, and if you're wondering about it, it's okay. It performs better. Th- it performs slightly better than a 580, which is what you'd expect. And then the video ends. Like that's how not exciting and new this card is. Is he's just like yeah, it's slightly better than a 580. Yep. End of review. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, I guess. <laughs>
2: anyway. Well, why why don't we throw Car on?
0: Yeah, we can do that. And then
2: we'll come back and see if we have anything else to talk about. I think we have an email that's been sitting around for a couple of weeks because we haven't been here. Ooh la la. And then we can allow our listeners a chance to not have to listen to us blabbing at their ears all night. <sighs> You are a princess. I am. So we'll be back soon. Enjoy Carr's dulcet
3: tones.
0: Bye-bye.
3: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Carr, and tonight we're going to be having a little bit of a departure across North America and over to good old ye old country. Uh, Namely, I actually figured I should probably, after all the time I've been spent constantly gabbing about Trump and the ridiculousness going on with that, and basically everything around that I should probably point out say one of the things that actually was happening back when I first started doing these segments so for those of you who don't remember uh, a little thing called Brexit happened now Brexit you say didn't this get over forever ago well it happened actually before um Trudeau was even prime minister here in Canada or Trump was even a the nomination for the Republican party so Yeah, for those of you who don't remember what had happened, um, right, again, long story short, a bunch of people were really grumpy in Great Britain about being a part of the European Union and how it was totally useless and how it was just letting nothing but degenerates and everything come across and ruined their good proper Britishness, um, which was a load of bullshit. And in the years since the referendum in which the Leave side rather narrowly won, um, because... Nobody in the country had their right mind to set any sort of a supermajority requirement. Uh, so that would be, you know, you need 60 or something percent just to cushion against any sort of waffling. Um, anyway, so that happened. The uh, British government thoroughly decided, yep, okay, we're leaving. The prime minister at the time decided, well, <laughs> fuck this noise, I'm out. And basically did the British equivalent of a mic drop. Um. Right down to the, if you haven't heard it, just search uh, David Cameron, doo de doo Um, And then everybody went around looking at one another going, okay, now how do we actually do this? And so they have spent the last two years in Britain trying to figure out what Brexit from a legal standpoint was actually going to look like because as it turns out detangling your economy from about 20 other countries is really hard so where does that leave us now well since the initial referendum uh of the victory of which was uh now largely shown to be built on a back of lies misinformation outright fabrications etc i've talked about this before and the problem that this sort of populism politics really brings about um and then they've basically spent the last two years trying to figure out like i said what this is going to look like so first they put in the actual like all right so i guess we're firing this agreement off now uh and that comes up on the 29th of march uh Three years from the original sort of activation of the exit clause uh, in the European Union agreement. So basically, they've been trying to figure out everything from okay, well, what does movement or lack thereof look like for British citizens uh, and to other countries of the EU and vice versa? Uh, well, we have this whole thing of North Ireland to deal with. Um, again, for those of you who don't know your geography, not all of the island of Ireland is controlled by. The country of ireland uh the northern bit is still a part of the united kingdom uh i mean the full title of the united kingdom fun fact is the united kingdom of england scotland and ireland um and that's actually why you've got the union jack looking the way it does it's component of all three anyway that's history it's fun stuff look it up if you're interested uh but they also have the problem with things like uh, a little rock called Gibraltar, if you've never heard of it. It's a little tiny spit of land that hosts a very large British naval base <laughs> and is strategically really important for England, um, or sorry, Britain. Uh, and it's on the southern tip of Spain, right at the entrance, basically, into the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, again, so Spain is a little bit annoyed at that. Uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, oh, Yeah. How you continue to do business for all these companies, again, that have integrated themselves so fully with the EU in place. So everyone is scrambling to make sure that anybody that they have that isn't actually a British citizen has uh, work visas and vice versa for all the British citizens that are currently working in places in the European Union or they've since moved on to other jobs or because they, you know, it's just long story short, it's a mess. Um, now, the new prime minister, uh, Elizabeth May, or not Elizabeth May, sorry. um whose name is suddenly escaping me Theresa may the other may uh this is the problem with multiple people with the same name in politics uh so teresa may has basically been annihilated in the backbenches by her own party every agreement that they try and put together is basically half of uh parliament hates it most and a lot of them are again coming from teresa may's own party uh you've got now this mess where just more recently, and in fact, uh, just this morning, uh, Theresa May came forward with saying like, yep, we've got, a, got an agreement in principle with the rest of the European Union of what the economic relationship is going to look like and the political relationship is going to look like between the UK and the rest of Europe after Brexit officially kicks in. Um, to which basically everyone is looking at this thing going, this doesn't say shit or jack. It says in fact Jack Shit. Uh although probably again far more politely in British, which I'm actually not going to uh I'm not going to attempt that. Uh but basically they still don't have an agreement about uh in in full what it's gonna look like with Northern Ireland. They still don't have an agreement about Gibraltar. They this whole political declaration isn't even binding. Like the actual exit is legally binding. This agreement is just sort of a nice, waffly, feel-good thing about, like, oh, yes, we're going to continue to be friends and all civil and everything like that. Um, A lot of the people in the British government are wondering, okay, well, what have you been doing for the last two years if this is the best thing that you've been able to figure out? Because we could have written this in five minutes on a napkin at the pub. Uh, I mean, you've got issues with now, like, again, is basically britain is going to be having to pay out a massive divorce payment essentially uh as a part of the agreement to again remove all of the uh <laughs> the economic entanglements and the cost that is going to incur to so many of the european uh other european nations um this declaration itself is again is a lot of uh, members of parliament including the leaders of the opposition and stuff like that in britain are going okay so all this is, is completely noncommittal in, uh, language. Uh, the language in it is almost looks like it's been li- written deliberately noncommittal so that, again, if either side decides they don't like a component or a deal or something like that, they can decide, you know what, I'm going to, no, nah, I'm going to back off. Um, and so they don't necessarily have to actually worry about anything like that. Uh, there are references, again, in that agreement to, uh, again, specifically talking about how there is not going to be a sort of a special free movement agreement between again united kingdom citizens and the rest of the uh the european union so again that whole like oh i'm just i feel like i'm going to go work in france for a year and just you do that because that's what you'd do um there's again just the ideas for making sure again that northern ireland isn't going to have to become a fortified border um just to prevent weirdness with the eu because again ireland the country is uh is a part of the e u uh basically the the whole thing is just utterly a mess it it is just a mess and I figured i'd I'd touch on this because again, so much of our news cycle in North America especially has been taken up so much by Trump this and Trump that and did stupid shit and and all this i mean and there's still definitely aside from just the generally ridiculous stuff he's doing, there are legitimate concerns happening there. But I've kind of even flipped on a little bit on my international stuff because it just doesn't seem to make as good a story. And I guess that's part of the problem. But this is a very real concern that a lot of our, you know, British or our European listeners are probably worrying about. And honestly, I wish people were yelling at me more and give me more information because my ability to, to research this, I don't know where to start because, well, in part of behind two years, um because I haven't been paying nearly as close of attention to it because it's just kind of got pushed to the back burner with everything else that's going on. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's still pushes going on to try and force through another referendum to try and stop the deal. Europe is having none of it at this point. They're like, no, you fired off the clause like this is happening and I don't know. And I haven't looked into what legal recourse there might exist for Britain to be able to stop the withdrawal before march so yeah it's long story short an utter mess oh that's the other thing that keeps happening is basically every minister that gets put in place to try and deal with this thing has been resigning there's been resignations left right and center in uh in may's cabinet uh again in protest to the deal or lack thereof that they've been able to slam it's just the very fact that there hasn't already been some sort of a, a move for a non confidence or something like that is startling to me, honestly. Uh I think the only reason it hasn't is because to my knowledge, the the Conservative Party, uh the Tories there have a majority right now. But even then, like it seems like there's enough dissent that if enough people aren't so sure about this, they could just yoink out entirely, I guess. But That's the decision for them. Um, And then I'll try and keep my eye on this. If we do have any um, British or or European listeners, please like write in and let us know sort of, because I would love to know a little bit more than just what, you know, basic news is telling me and what I'm able to dig up just with realizing that all this was going on. So please, uh, again, write in us at unfrold.net or uh, link stuff on Telegram, uh, whatever you need to do. Uh, again, as always, if you have any other questions, comments, etc., like of course, again, our email there or the Telegram group. Uh, I'm always there throughout the week, commenting here and there, and all that hilarity. But my name is Carr. Enjoy the rest of Unfurled.
2: Well, I'm ready to go. <laughs> We're we're back, or we're we're back in. Since I'm the only one sitting at my microphone, I mean, we'll just end up on more fetish YouTube video playlists. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, he did. It it took some coke. But, uh, he did. <sighs> I mean, what's the oh. worst that could happen? We've already got the foot fetishists watching us. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> I mean, we've... <laughs> oh, it's we funny. We apparently have a bunch of
0: orophiles watching us. Um, that is true. The that, <laughs> that's a thing. We've probably got uh, some chubby chasers. I'm very sure that we have a few of those. Uh, uh We have a new email. Oh. Well,
2: that's good. But, uh, yeah, that Brexit thing is, is turning into quite a mess.
0: Uh, like yep. like I was saying, the general being in Europe is kind of a shit show right now. Yeah, I'd rather move to Australia, and even then, I wouldn't. I because it's like hyper conservative. Because I kind of like it right here.
1: I I like where in I Canada. am. Yeah, yeah, I I kind of like being here.
0: I mean, if I were to move anywhere, I might move to like Sweden or Norway. Oh. Yeah, see, that could be fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, like.
0: It would certainly be pretty. See, and it's like I, I, I romanticize living in Japan in my mind, but yeah, then you I, definitely romanticize. Then you it. remember
1: how yeah. xenophobic they are. Well,
0: there is that. Then there's also the thing about how about the whole. Uh, Ten-hour work week. Like, sorry, uh, ten-hour work
1: week. Oh, ten-hour work
0: days. If you're lucky, yeah, Six-day work week. Yeah, six and you day don't work speak week. Japanese. Well, not speaking Japanese is normally pretty okay. It, it's There's not. Lots of English jobs in Japan, um, but y- you still wouldn't know the local language. Nope. Which would suck. And everyone would probably hate
1: you for it. Uh
0: no, j- well it depends on where you are. If you're I mean, in like the a, countrymen
1: might hate, will yeah. hate you for. It. They'll hate you for being white. Yeah, if you're in like, and I mean like, it's not that everybody would hate you for being white, but it'd be kind of like living in the south. Yeah, well, while if you're, being if you're in like not white. Far
0: north Japan, like what's what's that far far northern area? Is it? Hokkaido. Hokkaido. Yeah, if you're up there in one of the like the small villages. Then yeah, you're probably gonna have some trouble. But if you're in fucking Tokyo, half more than half of fucking Tokyo speaks English. Like yeah, well it's <laughs> so touristy now. Yeah, so the you're you're fine there. That and all you you might get away with some stuff because you're white. And so yeah, when because you you're a do, stupid white boy. Yeah, so when you do stupid things that are not part of Japanese culture, people just sort of hand wave you off like, oh, "I's just a white guy."
1: yeah but i mean like i feel like it could be a 50 50 where somebody's like i'm gonna be a piece of shit to you because you're white
0: yeah or you get like the southern oh you you poor sweet thing yeah and then they just like give you a piece of cake and pat your head a for effort f for actual fact. Well, right. no, they wouldn't pat you on the head because there's that whole thing in Japan. Yeah, you don't touch other people. You don't people. touch people ever.
1: Yeah. Interesting. I don't know about that one. Yeah,
0: they're very, very... Like, they do not do PDA at all. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, like, you might find people holding
2: hands walking in a park. It, at that point, though, you know it's more than just yeah. casual
1: affection. Heathens. Yeah. yeah.
0: But they they don't... Like, you don't hug people... Especially not people you don't know. Yeah. Like, like, even amongst friends, like, you know, if you're kids, you might hug people, but like, by the time you're an adult, it's kind of expected that you're grown up now. You leave childish things behind.
2: Yeah. All right. Let's read some emails here. Email. I guess I'll read this one. (laughs) Uh, This one is from our friend Talu writes dear unfurled i hope you are doing well no i'm not we don't care uh something i have always struggled to be better at is losing my cool uh part of it seems to be not knowing how others deal with it where to draw the line and be angry about uh about things or when to let them go Uh, sometimes it seems you take leave of your senses of humor and totally misinterpret what others say or even just fail to think about where they might be coming from How do you deal with it? Uh, Does it give you anxiety when talking to people you care about? I'd love to hear your wisdom and experience on this. It would mean a lot. Uh, Kind regards your fan, Talu. P.S. No jokes this week. Just a sincere thank you for staying on the air. All right. So keeping your cool.
1: Um, I think about this problem... Constantly, I am the wrong person to ask. Yeah, Tal just doesn't. Uh, yeah, and I mean, Tal pops off. It really kind of depends on what kind of person you are. Yeah, do you care about offend? Obviously, you do, but do you care about offending people? I mean, if so, then
0: yeah. And like, here's the thing: I I I say that I like pop off and I get angry. I am actually very, very rarely angry when I'm like arguing or ranting about something like I'm very rarely, like actually experiencing the emotion anger. Very often it's
1: things like,
0: what's the word where, when you see something so stupid, you're amazed, Uh,
1: astounded
0: consternation, (laughs) flabbergasted. Yeah. Like I get that a lot where like with the RTX thing, I wasn't angry. I was just incredibly confused and astounded at why NVIDIA is doing the things they're doing. Yeah. Or when talking about Trump. Again, I'm not angry. I'm just confused and amazed that that's reality. Mm -hmm. Um, And even like Roland and I, we argue all the time. Most of when, the time, I'm smiling as I do
1: it. and Yeah, most of the time, if we lose our cool, it becomes very obvious. Yeah. And it is still the other person's job to acknowledge that. Yes. And to acknowledge when they're annoying you. Yes. And vice versa. As much as it is your responsibility, it is theirs.
0: So, and that's kind of what I was going to get at. The thing is, when we're arguing, all of us are here and arguing topics in good faith, right? We're not there to try to piss people off.
1: And we're not trying to offend each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it is offending you, telling them is probably one of the best things you can do to resolve that. Yeah. Because Open
2: communication is always the right way to start yeah. dealing with shit.
1: worst case scenario is they're doing it on purpose best case is that they don't know they're doing it
0: yeah yeah and that's what i mean like i know with me i've you know there's the like hey tell shut up like kind of i i mean i don't want to call it kidding but like i sort of jokingly annoy friends and they're not actually like angry annoyed at me right there's there's like a pushing buttons like when Vox changes my SUV settings to be all-wheel drive, for example. He's not doing it to cause literal anger.
1: But not when your friend, like, pulls the emergency brake on your car. Yes,
0: like another friend has done to me before. Um, So, you know, there's, like, friendly trolling and ribbing, and we do that to each other a lot, in a lot of ways. And I know that with mine... I've definitely gone from okay, haha, ha, this is funny now, stop to okay, no, really, stop. Mm-hmm. Right? I know I have pushed friends to that point, and when I realize that my friends are getting angry upset. and upset, I stop because I've hit a line now. I've crossed a line, and it's yeah. no longer okay. And I stop. Yeah, I, and,
1: like, and it it's not always easy to understand if your responses are appropriate until you've said them. Yes. So I have put my foot in my mouth so many goddamn times <laughs> and immediately felt bad about it.
0: Yeah. And for me, it's, I am, have very strong, impassioned opinions on a lot of things. And sometimes that definitely does get on some people's nerves. And when I know that it's getting on someone's nerves, I stop bringing it up around that person or I stop bringing up, maybe it's like or that you, specific you shift,
1: argument. Yeah, you shift the argument to something less offensive. Or something that I think will annoy them less. Yeah. And something overall, less personal. you try to play nice.
0: Yeah. And like, or sometimes it takes just moving on from that conversation entirely. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Uh, or sometimes all it takes is just acknowledging that they have an opinion and their opinion is valid as well. Right. Sometimes that's all that person needs to hear. If they're frustrated with the things that you're saying because they disagree, sometimes all they need to hear or is it. that you acknowledge their opinion and their opinion is valid, but this is how
1: you feel about it. And right. The one I remember Vox and I and you and Adam, like the one podcast we were having the discussion about intellectual property. Uh, I think it was like Lightning and Apple and Intel and like that whole thing, mm-hmm. where my stance was a ideological one mm-hmm. on you know these USB standards and shit like that, and we just eventually stu- the conversation shut down because I wasn't gonna move. Well, well, and it's that-
2: not the the thing that we we all, we've also realized is it's not always about. Convincing the other, sometimes we just need to talk and voice our opinions. Right, that's what we're here for. But that
1: also sometimes a conversation reaches a point where you can just stop once you've reached that kind of understanding.
0: Yeah, and it also does come from a place where we we end up. uh, A lot of us, like I, argue on ideological grounds often, Mm -hmm. and ideological grounds isn't something that some people see as. I don't want to say invalid, but it's not there's, there's
2: as no, valid of a no, concern. There's
1: it, no right and wrong when it comes to your ideological concerns a lot of the time.
2: Yeah, it, it also is hard depending on the person you're arguing against if they take a realist approach uh, or if they're pragmatic because they tend to look at things as um, as physical, yeah, right, as actual versus the way they should be. Yeah. And those two don't meet in the
0: middle very often. They
2: And they or, really don't.
1: Or how stubborn each person can it, be.
0: Actually, it's like, uh, the did you guys see Incredibles 2? No. Okay. No. Well, I, I guess it, not just Incredibles 2. It's just the most recent example of it. There's this whole thing about, like, this is the law versus the law is wrong. Right? So it's, you know, the mom is saying, this is the law. I don't want my kids to be criminals. The dad is saying, the law is wrong. Our kids shouldn't be criminals anyway. So it's like, what do you teach at that point? Do you teach your kids obey the law? Or do you teach your kids the law is wrong? Right? (laughs) Neither one of those answers are intrinsically wrong. Mm -hmm. They're just different ideological standpoints. And it's sort of a... You know, and you end up can, you can end up butting heads really strongly there. Though I get we are getting away from the question, which yeah, is, I was gonna I was gonna bring it back around. Yeah, we, <laughs> um, how do you stay cool? And I think a big part of that is doing those things yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah re- remembering a lot of what we've been talking about in that, like the person you're arguing with has a lot of the same ways of like coming at the problem as you do. Yeah, they're just. Coming to a different conclusion.
2: For for me, I distance myself from a source of, uh, of frustration.
1: In most cases, I try to understand where this other person's coming from and how they've reached that conclusion, which is where a lot of my arguments come from. Yeah. Because it would be ignorant for me to just consider my own viewpoint on things.
0: <laughs> for, for me, it's mostly determine if the person I'm arguing with is actually arguing in good faith. And if they are at that point, I'll usually attempt to find some form of common ground and then build out from there. Even if that means scaling back my own beliefs significantly, I just need to get to a place where they can get to. Right. And then from there we can move the conversation forward. But if, if, if one person's in Tahiti and the other person's in fucking France, right. That you're not going anywhere, right. You have to meet, somewhere yeah to start to start this journey that is the conversation so that that's what i do if they are arguing in good faith if they're arguing in bad faith just
2: fucking leave yeah Yeah. just Just (laughs) if like don't feed the trolls and just move on the
1: part part of like letting people know when it upsets you like if they don't stop at that point you know that the effort isn't worth it you leave yes and I, if somebody doesn't care about offending you or upsetting you, they're not doing it in good faith, and you really yeah. shouldn't subject yourself to it. And
0: also understand that when people, you know, like me, I'm guilty of this, a lot of people are, if you have a very, very strong opinion about something, it's very easy to become hyperbolic. It's very
1: easy. Mm, I know that one. Yeah. It's well. it's
0: very easy for things to start feeling personal. And you have to understand mm. that as much as that's true for you, it's also true for them. Mm. So if they're saying things that start mm. getting a little fucking off the wall and maybe starts shifting towards personal, you're probably striking it, a
1: nerve. It. And if you start resorting to personal attacks, that is the point where you're taking it too personally. Yeah. Um, What was the other thing? uh, One of the ways that I really kind of use to bring myself back from the edge if I'm getting too heated, consider how you might be wrong. Yeah. Um, just, Just think about it for a second, and you will very quickly see that you're probably just taking it too far.
0: Yeah. Uh, a, a big part of it for me is just re- remembering that the person you're talk to, talking to is actually a human being with mm-hmm. ho- hope, dreams, and feelings just like you. And they probably, like, I, there are v- very few people on this earth that actually want harm for people, right? Almost anyone you're going to talk to, even if they have I don't know, there horrible... are
1: some CEOs I'd like you to talk yeah. to.
0: But, like, for the most part, though, almost anyone you're going to talk to, even if they have some fucking horrible bigoted opinions about things, they promise they they probably, honest to God, believe that they're doing what's in the people that they're bigoted against's best interest. They honestly probably um, believe that they're being
1: nice. People are a product of their own environment, and even if you don't agree with them, they still came to their own version of a logical conclusion.
0: Yeah, There there are very few few people that want the worst. Almost everybody wants the best. When you're talking to people who are Trump supporters, they aren't Trump supporters because they just want to hurt people. They're Trump supporters probably because they, honest to God... Think he's going to fix the country. Exactly.
1: And want to do it. through hurting people well, sometimes.
0: I think for a lot of them, it comes down to like a cost versus benefit kind of situation, but nobody's there like, yeah, you know, it'd be great today. Just fucking over America. Yeah. Let's screw over the country. Right. Nobody voted for Trump for that reason. They honest to God thought that that was the best choice. They didn't want to ruin the country. They wanted what was good for it. And that's what they thought was good for it. So you just have to remember that those people they aren't just out to hurt you, right? The, that's a big thing. A lot of people forget that, that. They they create villains in their head. And then...
1: Fake they, news.
0: Yeah. Well, media. Exactly. Et cetera. Like they create villains, and then you're fighting a villain and not a person.
1: Yeah. Right? I, actually, something else about that whole thing is that, like, with Trump, with Brexit with all this stupid shit going on in the world. There's a lot of stupid shit. People are really angry, really touchy, and sensitive. And I think we should all just be a little nicer to each other. I mean, just
0: being a little nicer to each other is always a good idea. Yeah. I mean, it's always a
1: good (laughs) idea, but I, I still think especially now because there's a lot of people that are really hurt and really upset.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, honestly, I think more people could just try to get along
0: a bit better but yeah. mm-hmm. and like that's the thing is like i you know just like me like i said uh i don't want to piss people off i'm it
1: just happens yeah. sometimes I, and you need to recognize when
0: yeah it does and i along those lines i also trust that my friends don't want like, to piss people we, off
1: we've had this podcast for years now and it's all been based off of the assumption that we're not trying to offend each other.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're
1: just right. trying to have a discussion.
0: Yeah, and like a lot of us, like all of my friends, I, I like a lot of the reason I'm friends with a lot of people is because I trust that they aren't just there to piss people off. That they they're just there and they want to hang out and have a good time just like everyone else. Right? So yeah, you just stop don't assume that they're just trying to piss you off. Right? That's first. And, the yeah. So, moral of the story, don't assume that everyone's trying to piss you off. Assume that they're, you know, people who honestly have good intentions. And then if you find out that they are arguing in bad faith, just leave. That's how you stay calm. Yeah. Or
1: you will plug the microphone.
2: Yeah. Or that. Also, just a quick addition, find the thing that helps you stay calm and make sure to do it regularly.
1: mm Mm-hmm like meditation or
2: yep. or uh, if, if off, you know gaming drawing yeah often reading, in the
1: form of hobbies yeah something methodic and drinking tea drinking drinking, <laughs> Dr- drinking <laughs> i
2: see being a double-edged sword but smoking well, pot yeah, smoking pot's kind of renowned for it yeah um all
0: right next email i guess yeah do Yay. the do the next email uh is it this one fuck sticks um, yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's the one.
0: Hello tell, Ro- Hello, tell Vox and Roland. Since you seem to be a bit short on content for this week, I thought I would throw in a bit more with both a statement and a question. First off, I'd like to say something in reference to the Vox and Navi rape story mentioned by another listener some time ago. What it it's something that was emailed to us in old unfurled and shall never be unburied. Okay. <laughs> when listening to that episode, I did not make the connection to the movie Avatar. Avatar. <laughs> in, oh yeah, it's spelled Avatar. Avatar. Uh, yeah, Avatar. Instead, I got an image in my head of a griffin suspended in vines. While fairies from Zelda did things to them. I mean, it's probably <laughs> about as awful as uh,
2: what it actually was. So just, just
0: thought that would be good for a laugh. <laughs> well, uh, you
2: got a laugh out of it, so and congrats.
0: <laughs> as for my question, what is the McFister story? Thank you for your time. Oh,
2: Krinks. fuck.
1: So that's actually a very short answer. Yeah. It's, it's a very short story and we it's were, a very old story. We were in Tal's apartment during the inception of Unfurled. Testing our microphone. We and only I, had the one. At oh, the that's time.
2: right. We did only have the the, uh, amp, yeah. the what we used to use as our room mic. Yeah,
1: And my improv skills, <laughs> amazing as they are, I... Just said uh, well, we were testing it. I, I can, oh, no, it's because we were fucking with the. Um, we were fucking with the filters, yeah. and we made it look like, made it sound like old timey radio stuff. Oh right, we were yeah. using the paper. Yeah. give me, give me I, a paper. I remember. Give me, give me a paper. So we were, we okay, were playing so, with paper. So we were doing, was it, was it this? Yeah, yeah, uh, and then it, it. it I just got the brilliant idea in my my head to go, Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is your Captain McFister speaking. And that was it.
2: Yep. Yeah. And then it stayed. It,
1: it, it never left. It I've stayed. never lived it down. It
0: stayed forever. So, yeah, for those of you who aren't aware, if you have a microphone and you take a piece of paper and you, and you crinkle it like this, rip headphone users. You crinkle, 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 motherfucker. Okay, so you take your microphone and you cover it with paper. Like this, and you try not to move. You get like this. You get a, a pap- you,
2: you effectively get what a kazoo does. You get a diaphragm in front of your voice, and it cuts out bass
0: tones. Yeah. So you kind of get the well, you get this old-timey radio, like it. It really does sound today like an old-timey. Today in the great radio. city of New York, 1954. Like yeah, very.
2: If you're ever looking for the cheapest radio effect That's... ever, it's a piece of paper, microphone,
0: and off you go. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you, you can get some pretty fucking cool stuff. Like you, it, it works for sounding like an intercom. It works for sounding like old school 1950s radio. It works for sounding like you're talking through a megaphone. So for those sound designers out there or wannabe sound designers... That's a good way to get that effect, is you just wrap your microphone in a piece of paper. And then you say that your name is Captain McFister. Yep. yep. And then your friends
2: remember. And then, then you're labeled forever. We're yep. going to write it on your fucking tombstone.
1: I'm okay with <laughs> this. Here lies Captain McFister, <laughs> <laughs> And my family will be so confused and traumatized uh yeah we've
2: we've made all of our current listeners in the stream upset for their ears (laughs) (laughs) well i think that's it for today though i'm i'm good to go if
1: you guys are i'm i'm good i'm so fucking tired and sore i'm i'm not tired
2: but that's gonna be my own problem tell (sighs) tell what do the thing
0: Thank you, oh to my God! Omari. Someone in someone in the chat's asking how to downvote the stream, and Grink said hit Alt F four. <laughs> Yay! Oh, that's such an old old, old reference.
1: Memes. <laughs>
0: uh, so you 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 go to your uh, go to your click on your start menu, uh, type in run, hit enter, and then you do Deltree tree C. <laughs> I mean,
2: does the, Del Tree still exist? Is that it? Does but it requires
1: elevation, so it's no longer something you can just do easily. Like, uh, w- Windows has long since removed the ability to erase your own hard drive. It like
2: also that. won't uh, it won't let you delete files that are in use or system files by default.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, really, so- just go contr- uh, Windows key R CMD shutdown dash S dash T thirty thirty. I don't know what 3030 30 does. No, well, just, just Just dash
2: T30 gives them 30 seconds before the computer shuts yeah. off.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or if you're on
0: Linux, what you can do is uh, open up a command prompt, type in sudo rm rf slash da- space uh, slash space dash dash no dash preserve dash root. Yep. And then you wonder where your computer went. <laughs>
2: I've done this before. It's a bad time. Yeah. I want to go home. Not really. I enjoy talking to our fans.
0: We'd like to thank Omari and ScreenFox for the logo and the music, respectively. Thank you. We'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube right now, please remember to hit the like, and subscribe helps our numbers and bigger numbers help us grow. We look for things, things that make us grow. If you have any comments, questions, criticisms, anything like that, you can go to our website, unfurl.net, where you will find a contact form that you can use to send us an email. Also, there's links there to our new Discord chat, uh, where we play video games like Destiny. We got a 8-Bit Animals <clears throat> Destiny Guild, even, and Roland plays a whole lot of... Uh, Overwatch. That, yeah, Overwatch. Where, I don't know
1: about the Destiny Guild. Where he play, he
0: actually plays Mercy. So, if you're uh, looking for support characters...
1: well. I haven't played Mercy in a while because... Oh, do you play Anna? Yeah, I do play Anna.
0: Oh, well, there you go.
1: Anna you... is superior.
0: <laughs> so he uh, actually plays support, uh, so you won't have to fight with him over who gets to play Hanzo main.
1: Um, if you play Hanzo main, I don't want to play with you.
0: <laughs> also, you suck. On there, we have links to our Telegram chat. Uh, And the Telegram channel, if you just want, like, new episode and streaming announcements, though, that's basically all it is. Ah, you could also go to our Twitter. Excuse me. Uh, We are active on all of those channels, by the way, the Discord channel and the Telegram channel. We pop in and out of there all the time. Also, uh, if you don't have email or anything like that, you can send us a DM on Twitter. If you don't want to use a contact form, you can email us directly. That is us at unfurled.net, us at unfurled.net. Uh, and with that, have a good night. Yeah, goodbye for now. Lick my balls. What? Please no ligma meme.